Look, the saber-toothed tiger is live and well, and I'm trying to tell you right now, they've been pissed off the wrong quarterback. T-Law been to show the new rookie that his time is not yet. Trevor drops, looks, looks, fires back in the end zone, caught for the touchdown! Touchdown in the back of the end zone to Calvin Ridley and Jacksonville has taken the lead! How good is that? Under center is Trevor. Quarterback sneaky extended the ball into the end zone. Touchdown! A one-yard touchdown run by Trevor Lawrence. And Jacksonville extends the lead in NRG Stadium. Johnson puts it down. There's the kick. The 58-yard field goal is... It hits the crossbar. It is no good. It hit the crossbar and came back. The field goal is no good. And the Jags take over. It'll take a knee one time. Must win, baby. Came down to H-Town. Handle business. Do you, you battle for 60 minutes. We talk about this all week. And, and it seems like it comes down to this. You know. And listen, that's a good football team, man. That's a really good football team. Okay, you come on the road. You take care of business. We said last night in that team meeting, this is a blue-collar team. You just come to work, man. And it doesn't matter. Right? When the plays come, you make them. And, and, and look, it, it's what I, what I hear, it's, it's, it's gritty, not pretty. It doesn't have okay. Get back on this plane, let's get ready to go. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> 1010XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars Today with your hosts, Mike Dempsey, Tom McManus, and Hold my pocket. Dylan Denmark. All right, Tony Smith's got the day off on assignment, whatever you want to call it. Uh, bring us a, a semifinal victory for the Bulls Bulldogs. How about that? There you go. There you go. Come uh, Tommy on. Mack is here. What's up? However, what is up, Tom McMahon? I'm feeling great, man. It's Friday, ready to go. You never lack the uh, the energy, the passion, the uh, the, the yeah, great it's feelings. Life. I love life, and uh, I love football, and I love being here. So, I'm, hey, man, I'm, it's all about love. It's all love. It's, on. it's one love, Tommy. One love. One love. Have you seen the uh, previews yet for the Bob Marley movie? I think I it might not. be called One Love. Oh as man, as a matter look, of fact, totally love to check. Doesn't that look bad. Out. Looks uh, yeah. looks decent. Yeah, yeah. I saw check both. that out. We went to see uh, Napoleon last week. Oh, how was that? It was good. You know, yeah. I've heard it like. Uh, you know, there's some historical inaccuracies. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, what What do you think about when you think about Napoleon? What's the, He's little. Little, right? Yeah. Right? That's it, right? Uh, the Napoleon complex, right? Did you know, Tom McManus, huh. uh, that the inch, the French inch, is smaller, at least the one that they used to measure back in okay. Napoleon's day, was smaller than what they call the imperial inch. Okay. Okay? And that- It's 10 centimeters, right? An inch? 12, 12, uh, no, 10? No. no, 10 centimeters would be way more than an inch. Um, <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah all right. better is simple. Well, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. The point being that under the French system, Napoleon okay. was 5'2". Okay? But what that meant in ours is yeah. what that he was actually 5'7", which was taller than the average Frenchman at the time. So oh, he was taller time. than average wow. at the time. Right. And everyone thought he was shorter because they see the 5'2", and they're like, right. they envision, and he really was five inches taller than most people think. Right. So, there you go. So, 5'7", It's though, like a lot is, of centimeters. Right. It's <laughs> a hundred thousand I don't know. I don't know. Wow. It's well but over 100. 5'7", is still on the short It's on the short side, side but yeah. back then, it was right. it would have been on taller the tall than side. average. Wow. Right. What do you think the average man is right now? Right now? Average height of an American uh, man. Average... I'm American saying it as man. I type it. Height, 
of American say, uh, man. I'll say five ten and a half. See, that's what I, I I'd say five ten. Let's see. Uh, no, five nine. It's that's still five nine. Yeah, I thought it's it was average. Up. It used to be. Yeah. How tall are you, pockets? Five eleven. I see. Yeah. Pockets is yeah. a, a towering giant. I don't know why is. six feet's like the mark. You know, everyone's like, oh, I wish I was six feet tall. Because it's just a round figure. Yeah. I mean, tr- listen, I wish, I, I don't wish, but I wouldn't have mind being 6'5", 275. Yeah. because have been a menace. been a hell of a DN. I know. what you would have been, right? Menace. Coming off the edge. I oh. used to want to be 6'7", you know? Wow. Like, yeah, you're never set, right? I'm 6'4", right. and and I was like, oh, if I was 6'7", yeah. though, man, right. I'd, I'd have a basketball yeah. scholarship. I'd be this. I'd do that, whatever. So, last night on my happy hour show, John Henderson was one of the guests. Okay. James Stewart yeah. and Beast. Before the show, I should have nice. I, I filmed it, but I didn't. I said, John, stand right here in front of me. He goes, okay. And I'm looking. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I said, put your hands up over your head as high as you can. <laughs> it's like to the ceiling. I was like, you're like a grizzly bear. Like, how did anyone throw over you? You know, I said, right. come over here. Stand in front of him. How are you going to throw the ball around this guy? And then you got Stroud. It's just incredible. Big, big men. You know, big people like that. Space just eaters. Incredible. Yeah. And athletic. Athletic. He ran a four eight coming out of college. That's crazy. Six seven three something. That's crazy. I, I mean, know. it was a great first round pick. Yeah, for the Jags. Yeah, no you know? doubt. Back uh, to back. Stroud nailed handed. some first rounders. Now he did back in the day. Yeah. No yeah. question about it. What about? I think the final tally. What did we get pockets on the final tally? Was it uh, two hundred and fifty eight thousand? What? I think we, it was two sixty nine. Two sixty nine or two sixty nine. One of those. It was two. in the two sixties. Yeah, I forget what the the tally was. The J Fund said, "Oh it yeah, out. yeah, way over a quarter oh, million bucks." It was awesome. It was crazy. Awesome, Whatever. Man. It doesn't matter what the specific. It matters obviously the J yep. Fund. They get the funds and right. to redistribute here. But uh, and yep. we appreciate all of you once again. Two sixty eight. Two sixty eight. Yep. That's fantastic. It's unbelievable. You know, and I, that's only a quarter of a million more than the first year we did it. Right. <laughs> I literally. We no, did 18,000 right, right. the first year. That's, that's right. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah. How, how old was Pockets the first year you and I did a show together? What do you uh, think? What year was we that? Do I don't know, man. I mean, 1010's been here for 15 years. The real deal was years. for a few years. Right, but we didn't do that show together. Like, no. when we started the Rumble together. No, right. Probably, that's like, a great six, show. can you believe that's, like, 16, 17 years ago? I mean, that's when you say it. Like, 06, maybe we started. Something like, I mean, because yeah. 1010's been around now for like 16 years, yep. right? And it was bef- prior to that. Right. That's crazy. We were ESPN 1420, weren't we? Or something like that, 1460? Were we? I see. I think it's 1460. Because yeah. you got there, there's that one little AM <laughs> yes. down in St. Augustine that right now is, I think it's 1420. So we were 1460. Can't even remember it. Remember you remember we, when, when we were 105.3 FM? Yes, I right? do. And yeah. uh, that was for a little window in yeah, time wasn't much, as right. well. Now we're, yeah. you know, we're in the 92.5 <laughs> The guy era. That, that had trouble getting back from the fountain, I'll never forget that. And Hacks down there oh, on the Steeler floor. guy, right? <laughs> Hacks on the floor. Have, uh, I don't know. We may have an issue. <laughs> <laughs> we, we made the guy. He was a... Like the head of the uh, some oh Pittsburgh Steelers fan club chapter, right, right. and I I don't know what even the bet was. It was tickets? It was. Well, tickets oh, was, to the it, game. was that what it was? He yeah. he'd get tickets and he had to swim out to the. <laughs> no, to two the, guys raced to the to the fountain and oh, back. Oh, okay, okay. And was he the was he the loser of it? Because we were cold, man. I mean, what what's the? It's like uh, you the know, first least, guy did it no problem. The second guy, like he makes the turn, and we're like. 
oh, 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 oh no. Like, <laughs> I, I ran downstairs. I, I thought I had to go with Tom is literally you. tearing up oh, thinking about oh this right God. now. I mean, think of the liability. We weren't even thinking. We yeah, just would say stuff. Yeah, like, back. hey, you know, just uh, cut across six lanes of traffic and bring us a box of donuts. Yeah. Why don't you? <laughs> like, we would do that all the time, oh, Pockets. Oh, my God. Tom would be like, Tommy, what are you hungry for? Yeah, you're right? hungry. What, what are you hungry for? Someone Coming. please bring us this. Oh, man. And they do so it. Was fun. And uh, it was nice, you good, know. Good times. But that we times. we did give somebody a pair of tickets that day. And the oh, other yeah. guy didn't drown, so he, <laughs> neither a, guy drowned. Thank hey. goodness. <laughs> it was a win-win. Yeah. And Hacker wasn't going to save his ass. I was going to have to go down there and jump in and grab the oh, guy. But I think he went in with a jacket or something. It was really did weird. He? Yeah, kind of weighed him down. Like he thought he was. Maybe it was like once at Cimarron, uh, the club slipped out of my hand. Wink, wink. And uh, <laughs> you know, if you've ever played out at Cimarron. They got these little lakes, and there's some little little mini islands, like okay. right in the middle of the lake. So, like, they're, they're almost not islands. They're like a lot of collection of big reeds and stuff okay. like that. And so, I I flip my driver, thinking, oh, as soon as it left my hand, I'm like, oh, that's a bad idea. And it goes in there, right? Uh, and I can see it hanging up in these tall reeds. And it's only like as the crow flies, like 35 feet away. Okay. Right? And I'm thinking, how deep can this thing be? Yeah. Right. Let me take the shoes off, take the socks off. I got shorts on. You the bottom of my shorts get wet. Nothing? I didn't think, Tom, oh, at the gators? time. I didn't think at the time. You need the driver. So I took one step, and I'm like, I'm just going to just walk right over there and get that. Mm. Second step, whoosh, down to the waist. Ooh, I'm, not, I'm like whoa, the chest, whoa. like chest deep in, in some nasty water with three holes no to play. Uh-huh. <laughs> I finished it out uh-huh. in bare feet. It was a it was a bad day for your boy yeah, at wow. the office. But maybe you thought it yeah. was like that. You know, you're just going to just walk on water, basically. Yeah, maybe. And grab him. Who knows? Yeah. That's his problem. That's right. Hope you're doing well. Hope you didn't catch a cold. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, today, Tommy, it's 30 years plus one for yeah. uh, Jacksonville uh, having a franchise. Yep. And um, being that the the city's celebrating, you know, 30-year yeah. anniversary, oh. we thought we'd wait until you came in today so we could talk about some memories. And we'll do that coming up with our own favorite. But uh, the Jaguars today, question of the day, presented by Chad and Sandy Real Estate today, simply ask you, what is your favorite Jacksonville Jaguars related memory from the last 30 years. And when we say related memory, it doesn't have to be on the field. Yeah, right. Could be you might have had a chance encounter with Tom McManus in the in the dairy aisle, right? Yeah, you, or, you just don't know. Whatever. Or, Tom or, signed your pack of butter. Yeah. You'd do that, right? Absolutely. Right, Land of Lakes, right yeah. there next to the uh, the Native American <laughs> lady. Right there is Tom McManus. Yeah, Pop, or you saw me at Papa Joe's out at the beach. It could have been that many times. Many to choose from. There's a lot to there's a lot. If you got something you're not sure Tommy wants you to share, maybe <laughs> maybe keep nah, that one. Dude. The, the statute limitations. All right, right. don't then, worry about uh, it. Bring it to the whatever. table today. If you, you can't want hurt to. me. You can't hurt us. Uh, We're good. No, but so many great. I mean, it changed my life forever. Of course, changed my life. Of now I'll tell. I'll be honest. It, when it happened, I had no idea. I was up in Chicago tending Why bar. Why would you? I wasn't paying attention to Jacksonville. I didn't even know where Jacksonville was. To be honest with you. Uh, but it was ironic that my parents, you know, they were living in New Smyrna Beach at the time. You know, they'd moved down there since uh, 1989. So I've had a Florida license since 89, um, you know, since they moved down there. But then, of course, when Coughlin got the job, I was like, ooh, you know, and then everything else happened after that. But changed my life forever, man. I, I, it's funny. I tell my girls, I'm like, you know, one, one move, one Thing that one opportunity placed into your life and you act on it and it works, it, it could change your change life. Change the whole course of everything. Everything. Yep. Every, I mean, look, you know, I'm here with, I met my wife here. We have our three beautiful daughters, my beautiful wife, a great lot. You know, like, 
All because I said yes. I could have said no. I mean, I was like on the low end of the total public. I got a job. You tried it twice. Give it a shot, man. Not going to do it, but I immediately said yes. I said, absolutely, I'm, I'm in. I'll come down for a workout. Yeah, that's, that's one of the two things I tell people ask me all the time. How do you get into radio? How do we become sports broadcaster? Yep. Well, I don't know. have all the answers for you. The, right. the, the landscape has changed a lot since I got no into doubt. it. But one of the two pieces of advice I give, number one is volunteer at a college radio station because yep. they'll put you on the air. Right. And get the experience. Just Nothing beats reps. That's right. At anything. Confidence right? builder. What do they man. say? 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. 10,000 hours on task whatever the case may be. Yep. So you, you got to get reps somewhere. Number two is never say no. Right. Can you broadcast the quilting bee? Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah man. Right. You Damn kidding right. me? The quilting bee? Of right course, up my alley. Man. You know? Crochet one, crochet two. It, what's the worst that could happen? They never yeah. let you do the quilting bee again. Right, exactly. Right? You know, if you yeah. say no, you never get the opportunity again, yeah. maybe. Well, I'll tell you one thing I said yes to you that I'm, I, I said no immediately after was uh, – uh, auctioneer. That was tough. I, I just, I, I said, I, I did it once, and after I was done, I'm like, I am never doing hey, that. Ten, 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 <laughs> never 20, doing 20, that again. Did, did you, you do the whole patter me? thing? Did you try to do the 2025? No, no, I just, no, I didn't do that. But it was, it was, it just didn't work. Like nobody would bid at all, and I'm just like, this is awful. Like nobody's bidding. Is it my delivery? Probably your fault. I. I don't know. I felt awful. It, I don't it was for St. Vincent's, and there was this little uh, nun next to me. She's like, tell him it's for the kids. I'm like, I already told him it's for the kids. <laughs> I mean, I'm they trying. know it's like, for the I kids. Know. They know. That's why oh, they're here. Like, you know what? And then I forget my place. I'm like, wait, where was I again? And they're like, what? I'm like, ah, this is not going to not gonna work. So anything, hey, anything. You know, at least you know. Yeah. Right? Had you not <laughs> said yes, you might have thought, man. You know, yeah. I could have had. I a, could do that. A, a yeah. side gig uh-uh. as an auctioneer. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. All right. Forget it. We're happy with your current gig. That's right. Me too. I love broadcaster, podcaster, real estate, all the things that Tommy does. He's he's band singer playing tonight. Band. There you go. Dad bods rocking it at Colhane's tonight. Atlantic Beach, 8 p.m. So today, uh, we'll take your calls on – we'll tell present state of the Jags. Be happy to do it. Oh, yeah. What about that game last night? I oh. mean, finally, we get a primetime game that's mm. like, oh, my gosh, we can sink our teeth Shoot into. Out. That was fun. Sixth game overall, fifth game in the regular season that did not have a punt in the Incredible. history of the league. Uh, first one didn't happen until 1992. Oh, really? Yeah. It wow. was uh, Montana versus Kelly, uh, Niners-Bills, I believe. And, okay. You know, so, it's always going to be an offensive shootout, generally. Right. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, it was a fun game to watch, uh, yeah. unless you're playing against certain players in fantasy. Which, and you got your brains beat in last Which night. was, speaking of Monday Night Football, when Dan Deardorff, what was it? Was it Montana against Elway? He said, take me, Lord, for I've seen it all. It was like an unbelievable shootout. It was like in the snow, maybe mm. in. Uh, I have to look that one and up. And Montana was with the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. You know, that remember, was early nineties. Remember that? Oh man, that was such man. You love those Dan games. Dierdorf, I remember when he said that. Me, Lord. Take me, Lord, for I've seen it all. Or, or take me now. You could, or you can take oh. me now, for I've seen it all. Something. Yeah, like that. I'll figure it out on the yeah, break it was here. We'll, cool. we'll figure. It. All right. Here's what you can do today. Uh, you can uh, tweet us today or X us, whatever the case may be, hit, hit us up on social media at MD underscore 1010XL at Meathead55 and at 1010XL Denmark. Hold my pocket. You can hit us up on the All Pro Roofing phone lines or the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, each of those at 641-1010. You can hit us in the YouTube chat. Uh, the question of the day today in honor of the 30th anniversary 
of uh, Jacksonville being awarded that NFL franchise. What's your favorite Jaguar-related memory from the last 30 years? By the way, it was always the Jags on Twitter. Uh, sent me a DM, said it was me racing with one other person. See, I think we did this more than once. Said it was me racing with one other person. We had to have something with Jags gear on. All I had was a, a Jags foam finger. I won Jags versus Cowboys tickets to that. I distinctly recall we had a guy who was a Pittsburgh fan that, I thought it was that Pittsburgh, we did it. Yeah. And it, I I don't know. But look, you know what? Hey, my memory's not perfect. Yeah. No, we maybe, maybe we did it more than once. But maybe we crazy, did. Who would have let us do it the second time? Those I don't know. Maybe maybe they didn't almost drown the first time. And we okay. thought, oh, this is fine. That's ah, fun. Yeah. And by the way, for the record, the fountain was pretty close to shore. It wasn't out in the no, middle. No, no. It wasn't like 100 yards no, or anything. It was like maybe 15 yards. 30, maybe. 30 yards or 30, 30 feet? Yeah, 30 yards not that far. It's like from first yeah. base to second base. Right? Okay. That's 90 feet. 30 yards. 20 yards. 20 yards. 22.6 yards. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, you know, but it if it was 23, yeah. we'd be out of business. All right. So uh, let's have some fun on this Friday. We got our confidence picks today. We're going to hear from your man. Trevor Lawrence throughout the program today. Hopefully, we'll hear from you. Let's talk Jaguars. We've got Tommy Mack. Go down memory lane a little bit. Pockets is here. I'm Mike Dempsey. What more could you want except for Fat Tony? But he is on assignment today. And uh, that's it. You got Jaguars today. Keep it right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Back in the middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, apparently it was Joe Montana to Willie Davis oh, yeah. for the touchdown. Okay. Lord, you can take me now. I've seen it all, yeah. said Dan Deardorff. Yeah, that was great. Back in the day. Uh, we've seen 30 years since the city of Jacksonville was awarded the franchise, since Wayne Weaver was awarded the yeah. franchise. Yeah. You know, we always remind you, um, most important decision in Jacksonville sports history, in my opinion, and I, I don't know how it will ever be topped, is – Wayne, we'll give you a team wherever you like. Nope, it's Jacksonville or nowhere. Yeah. And uh, Wayne held the line and yeah. got the franchise, and yeah. it hasn't always been pretty, but uh, overall, it's been spectacular. It's, it's been unbelievable. I mean, come on. So much better with yeah. than without, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, I would imagine that's the opinion of most people listening to this program. To the pro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. And that's absolutely. And th those are our constituents. Yeah. Right. Those are the ones uh, we got your back yep. out there. All right, Tommy yep. Mack, you are a <laughs> Uh, Jaguar through and through. OG. Let's OG. hit up. Uh, you are an OG, yeah, yeah. man. Let's hit that? up uh, today's 1010 take. We'll get our uh, favorites out of the way and kind of prime the pump a little bit. We will hear from Trevor Lawrence in this hour as well. So, Pockets, go ahead and fire that up. 1010. 1010 take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 1010 take. Brought to you by JNM Roofing Jacksonville, your storm restoration specialists. All right, we all got to take on this one. Uh, again, what's your favorite Jacksonville Jaguars related memory from the past 30 years for you? Uh, I mean, it could be anything. I, I have no idea what it's going yeah. to be, but you're going to tell us. There's a lot. I mean, so I, it's hard to pick one, but so since I'm since that, um, I'm going to go from the very beginning. I'm going to go the day I made the Jags um, because I had been cut before. I had been out of football for two seasons. I did have a good preseason. I felt good. Uh, the night before, uh, we had a game. Uh, it was a night game against the Rams. I actually had a sack and about six, seven tackles. Had a, had a good game. I was told before that game, if I didn't play my best, I probably wouldn't be there on the team. So that next day, uh, we come in and he's sitting at my locker. And uh, 
uh, I see the Turk come in, Ron Hill. Ron Hill was like director of operations or something. He's the Turk. He's the guy that says, hey, go grab your playbook and go see the coach. I've heard the, that before. It's a terrible feeling. It's a terrible feeling. So I'm sitting there in my, my locker, and uh, and I see him at the door. I'm like, oh, I put my head down. I'm like, oh, please just pass me by. you know. And I swear I could hear the clock ticking. And and I see his she had white shoes on. And he had, and I see his shoes like kind of near my, my locker, and it stops. I don't look up at all. I just don't look up. And, and he walks by me, and I was just like, Okay, what does that mean? I don't know what that really means. He, nobody said nothing, so I'm like, okay, now it's time to go out to run sprints, gasters. So we did that Should after I the game. Go? So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just going to grab my stuff, and I'm I'm going to go. So I'm walking out there, and nobody's saying nothing. Like, even as I'm walking by, nobody said, hey, congrats, you made the t-. Nothing like that at all. And we run our first uh, 100, and the DBs went first, and then the, the backers were in the second group, and I was always on the end. I, liked, I always liked running on the end. And uh, when I finished, Vinny Clark, the starting corner, is like, congrats, T-Mac. You've been balling, man. I'm so glad you're on our team. And I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. But the best part of it all was after Coffin brought us up and then Exki said, hey, congrats on making this team. You know, we all clapped. a lot of That was for the whole group. I went inside and went right to the payphone and called my parents collect and, uh, and told them that I made the team. And it was – you, you can't even put it into words. I mean, it was a long, it was a long road. You know, I mean, I wasn't supposed to make it. I was on the low end of the totem pole. I mean, I was confident, you know, because I've been a confident guy. But you gotta be. Dude. It was still. Yeah. It was. It was. There was times where I was like, I'm not gonna make it. Like it's just not gonna happen. Like it's over. You know. But then you just, you know, you might have had a bad day or something like that. So to be able to make that call and to tell my parents that that we made it. It was just phenomenal. That's beautiful. Yeah. It really is, man. Yeah. I mean, I started I, I, it I'm all. I'm not kidding at all. I yeah. mean, that just you started know, it all, man. What, what that means all. to you? Uh, I, when I'm, it, it, you remember? I mean, you know, much different level. I, I was the same guy trying to make my high school basketball team. Yep. Last guy. La, la, like when that list got posted, last name on the list. Right. You think to this day. Yep. That moment means a lot to me. Yeah. Different scale, no, right? But, but still, it's, it's still the same. same. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, Pac, did you ever make a collect call in your life? Do you know what? <laughs> Negative. <laughs> did Tom lose you right there? Uh, yeah, a little bit. What what no year were you it. born, Pockets? I was born ninety eight. Ninety eight. So Pockets was negative three while that was yeah, happening. Yeah. You know, the cell phones came ninety five, didn't they? Uh, they gave us a gift the first year of the Jags for did Christmas. They? Yeah, it was a flip phone. The Motorola. You, you still have it? I don't know. I might in a box somewhere. Was there any like? Jaguar logo or anything? No, it was the Motorola flip phone. Okay. It was so cool. You could flip it over. Oh, yeah. They, we thought we were unbelievable. Yeah. And then you had a little telescoping antenna that Remember pulled out of something. texting, like you that? had to do like, like if you wanted to see, you had to go bing, bing, bing. Right, because it was the third letter <laughs> right, on that number. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. You know, well, well you know, good Tom, times, just, good just send 911 on my pager and I'll know it's important. That's okay? right. <laughs> All right, Pockets, right. Uh, for you, you've got a different perspective. You're younger. You weren't even around uh, for some of the early glory for the Jaguars. So what for you is your favorite uh, Jaguars-related memory? That 2017 run, uh, I, w- I remember the 07 run, but I was still kind of young and I still didn't, like, I didn't fully appreciate it. I remember, like, the second half of the season. I don't really remember the first half. I remember the Garrard run against the Steelers, but... I mean, that 2017 run when, you know, we started to get all those wins and beat the Steelers twice. But there was one memory in particular, the Seahawks game, mm. when my man almost tried to go in the stands. We had this iconic, oh, yeah. this iconic <laughs> interview right here. Oh, he would have got hit as soon as it came up, though. 
Yeah, that's immediately, that's that's Duval. It ain't no getting up in those stands and thinking you're going to run or test us. That was awesome. There ain't no getting up in those stands. Ain't Duval, no getting up in those stands and thinking he's going to run or test us. No way. Uh, yeah. uh, boy, that what a great game that was. Yeah. I mean, that's like almost like the pinnacle of Blake Bortles' yeah. era of football yeah. right there for the yeah. Jags. He had a tremendous game yeah, in did. that game. Had yep. the big touchdown, the deep touchdown pass yep. and, and all that. Uh, so, uh Certainly a good run in 2017. I mean, yeah. it, a lot of it's going to be for people uh, centered around the playoffs. It's kind of two things for me. Really, the number yeah. one is the Garrard run oh. because I got to be on the field. I was there yeah, on the you? field in the final wow. two minutes while all that was happening. Yep. And, you know, I was literally under the goalpost when Scobie kicked the field goal to take the lead. And yep. I was right there on the sideline as they – Get the sack and the force fumble, right? right. And, and they clinch That's the right. game in the yep. in the waning seconds there. So for me to be that, you know, I, I'm very fortunate. I, there's nothing special about me being there. I just was a guy um, who was yeah. able to be in the right place at the right time. I had no impact on it, yep. but to see it from that perspective and to be friends with legitimate friends with a few of the guys from that team, um, yeah, means a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, it was just a phenomenal moment. But I tell you what, Tom. I think last year's playoff game against the Chargers is right there <laughs> with it. And and I watched it from the radio studio. You know, so oh, I wasn't right. in the bowl, but you could feel it. Yeah. You could feel it. And and yeah. so many people and it's interesting to see the younger fans will gravitate towards that because they didn't have you know, they of course. they might have been too young to really appreciate you guys going into Denver right. and knocking off the Broncos and how good what that meant at the going time. Going into Buffalo. Going into Buffalo. Buffalo never lost in a playoff game at home ever. And to do it back-to-back weeks and, and to, to be Wild. on that run, it was like there was just something in the air, man. Yeah. It was a magical Same um, scores, too. Season. 30 to 30 27, 27, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, wow. It really is, yep. right? And yep. I remember picking you guys uh, the next week, 30 to 27. I'm like, what yep. the hell? Uh, yep. And I, by the way, uh, like um, – Last week, the Texans kicker hits the goalpost. Yes. It goes out. Yes. Uh, Money Mike hit the goalpost at Buffalo to win it, and it went in. Mm. Now, not at the bottom, but on the side. But he did. He hit the goalpost, and it went in and won that game, baby. So, uh, But last year, you know, it was the highs and lows. It was everything. It was yep. as bad as it could be. Yep. And then it was like a glimpse of what a real franchise quarterback can mean yep. for you, oh, you yeah. know, and, and yeah. how great it can be. And to reignite the fire of so many passionate Jaguar fans who's – I don't think their pilot light ever went out, man, but it's tough when you're losing all those years, right? Yep. It, it's dim, and it's in the background, and you yep. want that thing. You want to turn the gas all the way up, and that game turned the gas yep. all the way up on the Doug Peterson-Trevor Lawrence era and, uh, you know, plenty of other outstanding players yep. on this roster and good coaches and all that, but if you don't have the coach and the QB, yeah, you're not going to have the the real chance to uh, uh, put it into uh, championship mode. Here, here's you're one right. on, You know, here's one on the uh, – um, the uh, YouTube chat. Typical Mike turning a great story into something about himself. That's the point. It's your perspective on a Jaguar memory. I didn't play in any of those games. You know, exactly. That's why it means a lot to me because yeah, right. I was there. I got so many people coming in today. Oh, I went to such and such game with my dad or my son no, or my right. daughter or my mom or That's whoever. Right. 
Oh my gosh, how dare you make it about you? That's the whole point. <laughs> it is about your experience right. and the what question. the Jags have meant to Jacksonville and the fan base. If well, go, well, you know, it was 62 to 7 because I was so proud of the team. And right. that's fine if that's right. your perspective. That's right. And that's your perspective. Yeah, so that's right. uh that's what we're looking at today. All right, we'll come, come back. Uh if you want to share your thoughts, you're welcome to do that at 641-1010. Uh let's get into some Trevor Lawrence audio is uh, he'll have Sunday off uh, as will we and uh, getting ready for Monday night football coming to town with the Cincinnati Bengals. Mike Dempsey, Tom McMahon is still in Denmark here with you. Fat Tony on assignment. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. You know, if you want to talk about the number one seed or whatever that is, you know, you, we put ourselves in a situation where that's attainable. You know, we're right there in the mix. So I think that's something that we definitely, we're not oblivious to that fact. Obviously, we're taking it one game at a time, and you got to win one game at a time in order to get there. But we understand that that's a real, that's something that's reachable for us and that we can do. Trevor Lawrence talking about the possibility of this team securing the number one seed if they went out, maybe, and get some help along the way. Uh, yeah. How much do you recall discussing amongst yourselves your different playoff scenarios, whether it was 96 when you basically were on that roll where you couldn't lose or any following year? Yeah. You know, did you like, was that something that, hey, guys, if we, yeah, uh, so and so won, we got to keep pace and that kind of talk yeah yeah well the first year it was it was more about the money and I didn't know it was kind of funny after we beat Buffalo Lagerman's like hey T-Mac congrats you got some free money I'm like oh man really he's like yeah we got like 13 grand or something like that for winning that game I was like oh my god that's awesome yeah if you win the next one you get another 30 if you win the next one you get so there was that but then next the 97 went 11 and 5 98 we went 11 and 5 99 we went 14 and 2 so yeah definitely as a season went on, you know, wanting to get that by, wanting to get that home field, that type of thing. Um, I think everybody I, – I, I've often said, like, I don't – I never mind going on the road. I actually liked going on the road. You know, the us versus them uh-huh. kind of thing. You know, 300, if you will. Well, this team hasn't um, minded going on the road. No, not at all. Not at all. Hasn't lost. Undefeated on the road. But, uh, you know, look, they, they should be talking about that without, you know, they, they got to keep their head, you know, everything in perspective. They've, they've learned their lesson twice, right? This year, as far as not being ready, not showing up, right? You, you hope so. You'd think, right? You hope so. You Houston hope you would have learned it the first time. Right. Yeah. So we, 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 we hope that doesn't happen. And, you, you know, you've already learned a lesson. We'll see what, you know, you got more games to play. But, yeah, they should feel very good about where they're standing. Very confident. There's nothing like coming in during the week when you're winning. You know what I mean? When you're 8-3, and three, you're, you're in first place. But there's a lot of pressure, too, to stay there. You can't just show up and, you know, lollygag right. around. But it's a better feeling. It's a better atmosphere. You want to do more. You, it's, it, it just feels good. Yeah. Um, look, uh, you look at this game coming off a big divisional road win. Yep. And you think, all right, maybe there's a bit of a letdown. And not a letdown with Monday Night Football coming in. You're not going to have that letdown this week. And, you know, I think more I'd worry about going on the road against Cleveland than I would – I think the Jags are going to handle their business on yep. Monday night. I, do I really too. do. I do, too. I got them I got them. I good, bet. Good I bet. I know exactly where you got. It. You? I, I, well, I'm guessing. I oh, know on, where the, you, on the yeah, <laughs> on our picks. I, I, I mean, I I'm very confident. Uh, so am I. That's for sure. I really am. Yeah, right. Like I, I think this is uh, the week where they yeah. just kind of show you how good they are. Yeah. I hope I'm right about. Yeah. That. You know, it's crazy to think that, and and it doesn't matter. You got to play who they line up, but 
to think if Joe Burrow was playing in this game and was healthy and all that, man, what a showdown this would be. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talk I mean, you world. better win this game. Look, right. in the end, I want them to show. I think they're going to. I think they'll show up. I think they'll win by double-digit points. I Me really too. do. Me too. But if they don't, as long as they win yep. and nobody, we don't have any major right. long-lasting injuries. That's all that matters. Look, look, last week was a great win. Yeah, you didn't dominate. You know, you no. didn't go out there and whoop their butt, but you found a I, I way they to were, win. They looked like clearly the better team to me for most of the game. That that's how I felt watching the game. Now, the opposite of the first time when they played Houston right. and Houston dominated them. That's how I felt. You didn't have to feel that way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we were the better. T- I, I would say that, but they're they're a pretty good team, uh, no know? doubt, and they're going to be a good team if as long as that QB stays healthy. But you know, look, we found a way to win. And you found a way to win a game that you had to win. I mean, it was for first place. Uh, you didn't want to be swept by any team in your division. And uh, you came away with a victory. And that's a very good thing and should give you plenty of confidence. Um, yeah, but, but look, you got six games to go in the in the season. And then you go into the play. You shouldn't be overlooking anyone. Maybe, like, once you secured a seat, you know what I mean? And maybe you look past Tennessee, at the, you know what I mean? Like, right. Or w- worried more about the playoff game. I, okay, if you're in the driver's seat, I could maybe see that. But not not now. These games are too vital. You know, could you suffer a loss? Sure you could. But you don't want to. You want to stay in stride with Baltimore. You want to stay in stride with the other You want that game team. against the Ravens to be basically uh, deciding who field. has the, the better seed. Or the better seed, right. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So. Um, here's Trevor Lawrence kind of talking on what we're speaking on here, the sense of urgency that they had last year when they kind of felt like they had to win everything right. down the stretch. You got to – even though you don't have to win everything, you want to have that same sense of urgency. We were in this position or a different position, but in a position last year where, you know, from the halfway point of the season on, every game was was a must win for us. And that was the sense of urgency in the field that we had. And so I think there's something to be said. And that's something we've talked about is, is keeping that – Every week, regardless of, you know, maybe this year we're in a little bit of a better position because we started, we started off the first half of the season better. But still keeping that same sense of urgency, they're all must-win games. Every game is, is huge. Um, and it's about setting yourself up for, for the postseason and, and, and so on. So we understand that every game does matter. It really does, especially at the end of the season when everyone's fighting, scratching, clawing for these wins. You know, we, we know the sense of urgency. Yeah, I, I've always – it's always bugged me when people say, oh, it's early. It's early. Well, yeah, it is early. And you can come back, but – in the end, if it comes down to tiebreakers, those losses in week right. two and three matter just as much as if they came in week 17 or 18. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, you think about like when, like last year, every game not only must win, but it's kind of like a playoff game. You know what I mean? Because you had to win that game mm-hmm. to, to stay, you know, to have a chance right. to get into the tournament. You got to wonder if that's sustainable emotionally. You know what I mean? Like if I got to start week 12, every game's – you could do it for a while. But, but you guys you, did it. I mean, 96 yeah, did well, it. Well, we ran out of gas at the end. Yeah, but know? was it run out of gas or sometimes you're just going to get beat? Yeah, I mean, that that alone isn't enough, right? I mean, yeah. on, on that I particular mean, we, day. I mean, look, New England was a better team that day, but we made mistakes we never made in, in the other playoff games. You know, the. What do you think led to that? Was it. Was it that like just, I don't know? You just happened, you know. I'm 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 not saying that we ran. No, I'm, I'm just curious, wondering. You would have better perspective than no, any of us. No, I don't think emo- No, I I don't think emotionally. We we felt very confident going into that game. I tell you, we felt really confident um, matching up against Green Bay if we got to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, we felt like they're going to power run. We're we're getting really good at stopping the run. We're getting better on defense. We're playing really well. You know that, t- and we really did. You know, defensively, we played really well against New England. 
Now, granted, it was a crappy game. It was cold, you know, 29 degrees, freezing out. But they only had like 230 total yards. Mm. And we shut them down for a good bit. We were put in a couple predicaments that we got out of. Um, but anyway, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I just wonder, like, if that's the mentality every week, can you sustain that all the way to a Super Bowl victory? You know what I mean? Sure. Maybe you can. And teams probably have done it, but I think it's uh, easier said than done. Yeah, you know it's tough mean? to do. Look, I, I don't think the Patriots, like when they were undefeated, ran out of mental gas. You know what no. I mean? Like, I feel like the Giants right. learned in the regular season finale that they could play with them, yeah. you know, and oh, had a yeah. good game plan that day and, and made things tough on them. You know what I mean? I mean, it's hard. I, I mean, look, if you're undefeated trying to have an undefeated season, I mean, I could see how you could say it's a must win because we want to keep the streak mm-hmm. alive, but you also got the trap door. If, so if we lose one, it's yeah. all right. We're yeah. 15 and one or 14 and two, whatever. It's all about winning. But in I the think playoffs. when you're in the midst of it and you're chasing history, I, you're, you're well aware yeah. down the stretch. No, like, and and not, not, that down. doesn't mean that every game was stressful because that no, team was just probably destroying most right. opponents that right. year, as I recall. I yeah. mean, I know the Giants game was like a three point game and right. at the end of the regular 35, season. 35, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think yeah. it was too. And, uh, Brilliant that Tom played everybody. It really, it, it, as it turned out, it was, yeah. you know, because it showed them that we can go yeah, we toe-to-toe can with we these guys. Hang. There's not going to be any kind of intimidation right. factor. Not that there should be, but there's got to be at times, right? Like, that you, I'm sure you ran into an opponent you thought, man, Denver, we, we Denver was 16-and-a-half point favorite. They were 13 But you weren't three. intimidated, obviously. No, I no, mean, but you knew how you were like, right. these guys are good. I mean, look at their look at their. You got Elway, you got TD, you got yeah. Shannon Sharp, you got all these weapons, Rod Smith, you know, defensively they were loaded, offensive line was really good. You know what I mean? We Not didn't totally. feel intimidated, but, you you know, you're thinking going in, like, are, you know, are we supposed to, you know, we're here, we earned it, but nobody thought we were going to be here. Speaking of us, uh, offense, uh, Trevor Lawrence was asked yesterday why he thinks the offense has been better the last couple weeks. Yeah, I think, you know, as the season goes on, we've just built more and more chemistry. I think we've been more consistent all around. I think every position, myself included, we've just been playing better the last few weeks. And we've, we've been able to capitalize on some shots down the field, um, take advantage of some of those looks that maybe are in this, earlier in the season we weren't able to for whatever reason. Maybe maybe it was a misthrow, maybe it was a drop, maybe it's protection. You know, any of those things can happen that prevent plays from being successful. So, you know, I think we've just been able to capitalize on more of those the last two weeks. All right, so um, how big of a factor is – the return of Zay Jones. Is it yeah. truly the impactful addition or is it yeah. somewhat coincidental that No. No, I I think I, I think two things. Zay coming back is big. But I'm telling you, every time Trevor takes off and runs on mm-hmm. instinct, he gets into a better better mo- flow of the game. He throws it better. I think he's more confident. Not that he lacks it, but hey, we all you know, we we all like little self-esteem boosters, right? When you make a big play and you're feeling good and you're throwing the rock and you're on point, you put place it in the right spot, that type of thing. So I think it's a combination. I I really do think, though, it all starts with 16 playing that kind of that kind of ball, like taking what they give you, right? If they're, if they're, if they're in man and you flush them out and you got room to go, go. Go get that 10 yards. Go get that 12 yards. Don't take unnecessary hits. And then when it's time to take shots, we'll take shots. I mean, look, if Ridley catches that that touchdown, the narrative's still a lot different. Right. I mean, it's just crazy how one play does it. It really is. Nationally, obviously, not locally, because we, we've seen, a, you know, what, what number 16 can do. And look, in, in to critique him, Mike, because uh, when I watch the tape on Monday, just the, the TV tape, right? Mm-hmm. It's great without the commercials. Um, he threw a few balls inside that 
he's got to be very, really careful on. He, he was late to Farrell on that one touch that he tried, and it was inside. Even the Zay, although Zay made a phenomenal grab, he didn't get the foot in. That was low and in, like mm-hmm. that wasn't far. He's got to be careful. There's another one, an out pattern. He threw on the inside shoulder. You just got to be really careful with those throws because all it takes is a DB to jump it. And next thing you know, he's going back the other way. So, But overall, I think this this offense is going to go behind number 16 and everything else falls into place. But having Zay there on the other side with that speed definitely helps. You know, we talk a lot about this week, uh, Doug Peterson's decision to go for it at the end of the first half, right? Yep. Uh, did the, That's basically the same thing. with the, They tried to do a kill shot to Zay Jones to end that football game, yep. right? And where he couldn't get the feet down like you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's third and seven. I think they had 315 to go. You get that first down, you're, you're really in control at the end of that uh, game. I understand, but their, their thinking is we, we get it. We flip the field. Well, then throw we're, it better. We're in field goal range and at minimum. I understand, yeah. uh, but that's I, that's I, the thought process. Listen, they trust him yeah. to make that throw. Is okay. the point? Yeah. When you make it, it's great. When you don't, sure. it's not great. Well, right? same thing with yeah. going forward at the end of the first half. Totally. I actually, I, I look. The rule book, quote unquote, says you take the points on the road. But man, the way Kirk got down to the one, the momentum. I don't like the call. I don't like the sweep. I think you could have done something a little more creative there, or just get it up in there, but. I didn't like the play call per se, but I didn't really have a problem with them going for it at that point. And I understand the argument you should have. I I wouldn't say I had a problem with it. It wouldn't have been the decision I would have made. You would have done the three? I would have. At that time, to make it. So much momentum, man. That play was unbelievable. But that gives you momentum. Like you're going from near midfield to getting an automatic three and going up nine and getting the ball first. Playoff game? Totally agree. Okay. Well, see, to me, the importance of that game, if you. Why would you do it in the playoff game as opposed to this game? Because you can recover from that loss. You could recover. Okay, because you can't recover okay, from a playoff loss. You can recover loss. from the loss. See, yeah. to me, this is a this is as must win as a game was this season. So it, it I, I understand a lot. what you're it saying. It, didn't end, it wouldn't it have ended the season if they lost. So that's a fair point. Uh, all right, we'll have a little bit more from uh, Trevor Lawrence coming up, including what the Duval chant means to him. Yeah, I thought it was a great answer, uh, and you'll hear that coming up. We got our confidence picks uh, presented by. Otterson Wealth Advisors coming up next hour as well. And the question of the day out there for you, uh, simply asking about your favorite single Jaguar-related memory. doesn't have to be a game memory. It could be right. just anything Jaguar-related from the past 30 years yeah, uh, in man. celebration of uh, embarking on year 31. Great memories. That's where I we're mean, at. Great, great memories. It's Jaguars to today. Come. Keep it right here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, Tom, you're back. So, uh, dad bods tonight, right? Tonight, baby. 8 uh, o'clock. Anything Call new H. on the playlist? Uh, like, Kiss. The, I told you we, did, we yeah. just started doing Kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. Is yeah. that the latest one you've added? Yeah, I think they so. call me Doctor Love. That's a good one. Sorry, I got I the cure you're thinking of, yeah. baby. I don't know if that's a. <laughs> I'd be probably a good banger if you could. Yeah, uh, if you could knock that one. Yeah, out. man. No, we'll. Uh, you know, look, we hit. We hit all the songs. You know, one you day know? we'll do uh, Jaguars today field trip to the dad bods. That'd be fun. I'm gotta get it. Yeah, man. Got to get out of the season though. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, we're doing it all next year. We got gigs lined up for next year already. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Tonight's our last one of 2023, though. Unless is that right? Something pops up, but yeah, this will be this will be it for the year. All right, hit him up at Meathead 55. He's available always. Well, not always, but a lot often.
Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> I already got a gig. Got a gig tonight. Can't help you tonight. All right. Before we yeah. go back to these uh, reaction <clears throat> calls and yep. texts and tweets and what have you, let's hear uh, the reaction when Trevor Lawrence was asked what the Duval chant yeah. means to him. You know, when I first got here, I had no idea. You know, then obviously it's the county uh, that we live in, but it, it's just something that kind of brings everyone together it's that everyone does it's part of the city part of the culture part of our fan base and and like i said the city and who we are and i think that's something that no matter who you are like you see someone in the street someone yells it and and you yell it back all those things and the people doing in the stadium and post game i think it just connects you know the players the coaches everyone the fans everyone in the city together because it's something that we can all rally around amen yeah i mean it's as simple as that yeah it is part of the culture you know it's funny um, even like, you know, other counties, they're part of Duval too. You know what I mean? Like St. John's, Nassau. Right. I, I, I mean, always say Duval pride Clay, worldwide. Right. If you're a Jag fan, you're it's part of Duval. Duval. Yeah. Wherever you are. Yeah. Aussie Jag is full Duval. Yeah. Right. And then look, practically it's look the, the city line and the county lines are the same, right? That's why it's Duval. Yeah, all of Jacksonville is Duval. That's what it is. Right. And we are all Duval, baby. And let them not understand it. We don't right. care. I, I love what he said in the beginning. He's so honest. You know, when I first got here, I didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> but now he does. And it is. It's part of the culture, man. And well, you know what? Those that don't know, we don't care. So, right. Or as one former know. short-term coach said, Duval. Right. Uh, <laughs> that guy. Uh, all right. Uh <laughs> Six four one ten ten. Go to the all pro uh, roofing phone lines and see what's on Larry in St. Augustine's mind. Larry, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, question of the day. I'm going to try to lump a whole bunch of things <laughs> in into one. I, I, and I'm going back years here. I'm 67 years old. And my favorite Jags moment is like all the games. But years ago, I pulled it in a public parking lot, right? And this guy pulls in right next to me. We get out of the car at the same time. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me, and we're walking into Publix. I said, uh, "Excuse me, sir, are you Ernest Wolfer?" He said, "Yeah, I'm Ernest. What's your name?" I said, "Hey, man, I'm just a big fan. I don't want to bug you, you know." And he was really cool. Number one. Number two is after that. I I, I can't remember all the dates, but my wife and I uh, went out for an anniversary dinner uh, at Ruth Chris Frake, uh, Steakhouse. And we're sitting down eating, and, you know, this guy comes in with his wife or girlfriend. I'm not sure. And I said, holy cow, that's Byron Leftwich sitting right at the table next to us. And she goes, go get his autograph. I said, no, baby, I don't want to bug him. You know, leave him alone. So after we got done, I got up. I said, hey, Byron, I'm a big fan. I don't want to bug you. I said, I pull for you every week. He said, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. What's your name? Larry. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Later, that's great. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Wait, wait. And then uh, after that, I can't remember all the dates, fellas. But I'm at Win Dixie, and I'm coming out, and I'm looking at this guy and his wife, and they're putting uh, groceries in their car. I said, Holy smokes, that's Paul Spicer. I said, Hey, Paul, I'm a big fan, man. You know, I don't want to bug you. And he says, Hey, appreciate it, man. What's your name? I said, Larry. This big ball, you know, shook my hand, you know. <laughs> and then I was uh, with my nephew at Double D's uh, training camp or for the kids at okay. the stadium. And, you know, after it was over, Double D grabbed me, you know, around and we walked 100 yards in, you know, and he's like, hey, coach, this and that. And I was all motivated and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just saying that 
Jaguars are cool, man, and they're good for this town. And I love them guys. That's great. You know, yeah. And they yeah. were so nice, and they were so polite, and I didn't want to bug them, but they were very, very friendly, man. Yep. And, yeah. Pretty and cool there. Yeah, and and then we <laughs> went on a a, a cruise, an Alaskan cruise. In September, and I'm walking down the hall, and I see this big guy in front of me. I said, hey, sir, excuse me, are you Mike Tice? He said, yeah, I'm Mike. What's your name? It was Mike Tice. <laughs> oh, oh Mike go. Tice. Yeah, yeah. good guy. You cool. thought he was going to yeah, say Mike Tice in there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Larry, we're going to have to limit you to five personal <laughs> encounters, but we yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. I think that, yeah. that uh, Larry's five favorite personal encounter. You know what though? That's part of what makes Jacksonville special because you see that. Like that's why you I let him that, go a little bit. Do you there. get that in other cities? Maybe you might run into one or two, maybe. and you maybe you see in a somebody lifetime. out, and it's like right. a bunch of paparazzi or something. Right. I don't know, right. you know. But here you go to they're, the grocery store, and it's a it's a it's a big small town. Yeah, is it's what awesome. it is. You it's know, so uh, great stories, man. And I love it. look. Uh, most of the Jaguars throughout the years are just good. Good guys, you know they they understand. Most people are, are in that position. I think yeah. would be right. Most people are good, Mike. Well, I think most people <laughs> generally are right. Like I most think people so. you encounter, you yeah. know, at least totally. You know, and you're in a position of, uh, you know, these people are pouring adulation on you, and right. they're just, you know, and it's like it doesn't take much, right? No. Just to to make the Larry remembers these encounters I know. years later. Right. All it took was a little. Hey, how are you? Yeah, what's, what's your, your name? name? Right. And that's important, right? Totally. Like because do you know, it. like. You're just as, you know, yeah. important a person as I am. I just right. happen to do something you watch for yeah. a living. You know? It's kind of like that Kelsey commercial with the Capital One or whatever bank card. The guy, he's like, mm-hmm. well, you're so-and-so. You pay your bills on time or something. Right. You know what I'm talking right. about? They're in the yes. tunnel. Kind of like that. Now, that's cool. Uh, yeah. And I, I do. I hear a lot of people tell those kind of stories yeah. over the years, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. of uh, personal encounters. And I think that's what yeah. makes. I, uh, I tell you, every chance I get telling current players when I, whatever year, I said, look, man. You play hard on the field and you're nice off the field. People here are going to love you forever, period. They'll just love you forever. I'll never forget. And uh, mentioned it many times when uh, Gus Bradley was coaching the team. We were down yep. doing the show at the stadium on a daily basis. Uh, yep. We had Doom come in one day. Yep. And I'm just like, hey, let's sneak down the, the hallway here and I'll show you where the locker rooms are and stuff like that. You know, it was like yeah. off season and no yeah. big deal. And and there's here comes Gus Bradley. And Doom's like, uh-oh. I'm like, no, no, Gus, cool. You watch. And I'm yeah. like, Gus, with my buddy Johnny, like, and then I, I, at some point, I'm like, look, guys, I'm going to have to go. Yeah. Uh, I got to go do a show. Talking. You guys keep talking, right? And then yeah. they, they, and, yeah. and Gus chewed his ear for like 20 minutes. Yeah, Gus you know? is good people. And, but it, it, that 20 minutes, right. for the right person, to the impressionable kid, right. makes him a fan for life. Right. You know, it could, like you said, you don't know what's going to, like you said yes to, the, to an opportunity. You don't know what's going to happen. A kid maybe has a positive experience. Maybe he wants to become a, uh, a sports broadcaster, yeah, a football whatever. coach, or whatever. Right. You know, you can. You, you got a lot of influence yeah. on these. Young a lot of it's lives. genuine too, and a lot and a lot of it is, hey man, you you realize the position you're in and the impact you can make on people when you're recognizable. You no know, doubt, as an NFL player or whatever. Absolutely, you, know, you should man. always treat people with with kindness and some empathy. And hey, you, look, I I always say, this, start with kindness and empathy. And, I got just accordingly. Yeah, just accordingly. Good way to <laughs> put it. I was going to say I got a piece of dynamite in my back pocket, but I just like in adjust, case. Just if I, I need like to go to the dynamite, I'll get better. Uh, let's go to Chris in Orange Park next year on Jaguars today. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. How's it going, guys? Going well. All right. How are you? Good. So I had a, 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 an awesome Jaguar encounter like uh, at the Titans game uh, a few weeks ago. 
Cool. I don't know how many I don't know how many beers I drank, but we stumbled <laughs> out of there happy as could be. And I ran into McManus in the parking lot, and I yelled, "I love you, McManus." And he said, "I love you too." And he gave me a high five and we went off. It was awesome. I remember that, man. I remember that. That's great. I don't know how many beers Tommy had had at that uh, point. Plenty, either, I'm but. sure. <laughs> I'm going to have plenty Monday too. I tell you but, what. Hey, why going. not? Man? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Just, you know, Rock and roll get time. somebody to drive for you. Have That's a right. have a good time. Oh yeah. Hope there's a lot of designated driving going yeah. on Monday yeah, night. Yeah, please, please get do loose. That. Be smart. All right, be smart, but get loose, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Chris, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Great to meet you, man. Uh, let's get one more before we hit the break. TJ on the south side is next on Jaguars today. Good morning, TJ. Hey guys, I wanted to tell you a story about I used to work at the hotel that housed the Jaguars the evening before game day. Okay. And so the team goes downstairs to eat dinner or lunch, whatever meal it was. They come back up. I'm standing there. John Henderson comes out of the elevator in both hands. He's holding three of those white square plastic to go containers. The styrofoam. Yeah. And then on top of that, there's like 12 or 15 cookies he's got stacked up. And he's like holding him down with his chin, taking this back to his room. And in that moment, John Henderson became my favorite Jaguar player. You guys have a great day. <laughs> Thank That's you, buddy. Awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't get that big and maintain that size without. Oh That's hard gosh. damn work, man. He's massive. He's a big being. human being, man. Yeah. He, he could hoover that food, though. Yeah. I tell you one thing, uh, he is doing a lot in our community. He, uh, he was telling us last day he's got a Toys for Tots drive, nice. toy drive. He did a turkey drive. I mean, he's he's really trying to help people out here. And that that is again, awesome. that's yeah. Jacksonville and the Jaguars connection, yeah. and how totally. many guys stay here that never would have ever maybe even set foot in this city, that's right? right? And, and uh, hopefully have enriched a lot of our lives. All right, let's. Uh, I, I lied. Let's get Jeff on the west side in before the break. Jeff, you're on Jaguars today. Go ahead, please. Hey guys, good morning. Good morning. Um, I got a great memory. I was at TPC with my dad uh, in the early 2000s, late 90s, and my dad spotted Jimmy Smith just standing in the crowd, and he was my favorite Jaguar. I wanted to go up to him. I started walking up to him. I got about two steps away from him and got scared, turned around, and he called me back. He called me back. He said, kid, get over here. Get over here. And he signed my hat. I had a Jaguar hat on at the time. And it was just great to to have that of him call me back because he knew that I was intimidated. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, nah, man. Great. Again, that's a, just again. So many of these stories, right? Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, uh, are <laughs> are you wouldn't get this in in most markets. You might get it right. in Buffalo or a few places, Green right. Bay and Green things Bay. like that. Yeah. But I mean, it's yeah. We all remember Morton Anderson's miss, and we remember sixty-two to seven right. and Gerard's run and yeah. all these great yep. on the field things. But it's just like what that meant to and Jeff. It, like right. Jimmy Smith goes, "Hey, kid, yeah. get over here." Yeah. I, you know, like, and he knew and he sensed yeah. and. And Jimmy could have just ignored him, and he went yeah. on his way. But yeah. the, to this moment, he remembers right. that. Yeah, and the, the power you've got, the impact you can make totally. is uh, pretty cool. All right, did I lie again? Yeah, let's get Shauna on the Come north on, side. I'm go. just trying to get them while they're Keep hot right now. Shauna, low, baby. you are on Jaguars hey. today. What's up? Hey. Oh, man, I'm so I'm so glad to be making this call. Um, I wanted to share a story. My 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 younger brother, he's, he's about 14 years younger than me, and uh, he is – the, I mean, he's always been like a number one Jags fan. So years ago when he was young, he was probably maybe seven or eight, maybe nine. Um, we went to Waffle House and we go in and when we sit down at the counter, he just gets stiff. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? He's like, oh my God. And I'm like, okay, so 
knowing him, I'm like, it must be a Jaguar in here somewhere. <laughs> and so there's this big guy standing at the counter, and my brother's like, hi, you know, and, and he's just like, oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? He's like, well, it's great to meet you. And so when the guy gets ready to go, he tips the waitress like 20 or $30 or something. He bought our food. Oh. And, um, and, and we were like, thank you so much. Right. So he leaves out and the waitress is like, who was that? <laughs> and my brother goes, that was Joe Zalinka. Oh. And, and we're like, who is he? He's like, he's the long jumper. <laughs> and I said, okay. That's awesome. So my brother is the number one Jags fan because he is the only eight-year-old that could name the long slapper on his favorite football team. Oh, <laughs> so he was eight at the time, and he recognized Zelenka. Wow. Right. He recognized him. And so we told my mom, and she was like, okay, I guarantee you right now, he on the phone with his mama. Say, Mom, somebody knew me. Josie. Yeah, well, yeah, Josie's a great yeah, guy, by awesome. the way. Uh, Shauna, that's yeah. really cool. We, that is great. We appreciate that. My brother's name it. is Charles, and he still loves it. Shout out to Charles. Thank you, Shauna. Right. Appreciate the Thank call. You. All right, awesome. you got That's awesome. It is awesome. I love so these. Cool. I really do. I'm yeah. a sap, man. I, I love all these kind of feel-good totally. things uh, with that. Awesome. Josie, thank you for buying Waffle House. For yeah, Shauna way to go, Charles, Josie. Right? That's I mean, a good man right there. All right, we, we got them stacked up. So we will get we got our confidence picks coming up, but we can breeze through we'll those. Whip, yeah, and, we'll, and we'll get a bunch of your calls coming up in the very next segment. So right, uh, let's beauty. do that when we come back in a minute. Having a fun one. Looking back on uh, 30 years of Jaguar football and your own personal favorite moments or encounters uh, on or off the field, whatever the case may be. With Tom McManus and Dylan Denmark, I'm Mike Dempsey. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL. And 92.5 FM. Now, the Otterson Wealth Advisors Risk Reward Picks of the Week. Otterson Wealth Advisors, your goals, our expertise. He's number 55. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, we're going to blaze through these picks here because uh, this is much more fun listening oh, yeah. to some of these stories here. We got a, a full rack of phone calls, so I promise all of you are hanging on the line. We're going to get to you in just a sec here and like try to keep it to your maybe your like three or four favorite accounts. <laughs> Larry got the ball rolling. So Larry was great. It's all good, man. All right. Uh, last week, Tommy, good <laughs> yeah. week. Good week for the fellas. Uh, Tony Smith went 10-6 and six on the week. We had the full 16-game slate. Right. Tony went ten and six, but he had Detroit on the top line. Ooh, that was a, really? Yes, that was a killer. They lost wow. the opening game of the week on Thanksgiving. Right. Tony posted ninety-five points in our confidence oh. game, right, where we rank them all. Top game last week was worth sixteen, all the way down to one. Yep. Tom McManus went eleven and five last yeah. week. Um, Minnesota, though, how about this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You were eight of your first nine. But right. Minnesota you had on the 14-point line, and then you ended up missing four of your last uh, handful right yep. there. Yep. But your boy came out of the gates. I missed that Detroit game yep. to open the week. I missed the Minnesota game to close the week. I hit all 14 in the That's middle. unbelievable. 115. You had 105. Tony had 95, so you picked up some ground uh, last yeah. week. And uh, after 12 weeks, I'm sitting here with 893 points. Tony's got 855, and you've closed it to 822. So oh. you're you're within shouting distance uh, of now. moving up. Uh, like we've got 12 games on the slate this week. Dylan's got Tony's submissions. We don't know what they are, so okay. let's uh, let's rip through them here. Uh, I'm going to give you the Jags. We're 12. Oh, 
So, I, look, I'm following your lead. That's you set cool. the example a few okay. weeks ago. I came along with you believe. last. I do. I and do. I do. And too. I got Jags on the 12-point line. Okay. I'm taking Miami uh, over Washington worth 11. I'm taking the L.A. Rams over Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's not the same defense on the road this year. So, that's worth 10 for me. Who you got top three? Oh, you son of a gun. So, I got Jags winning number 12. Okay. I got KC winning number 11. Okay. And I, too, have the Rams beating Cleveland number 10. All right. There you go. Uh, What you got, Pockets, for Tony? 12, Jacksonville over Cincinnati. 11, Miami over Washington. And at 10, Tampa over Carolina. All right, Tampa Bay there. Uh, I've got on the nine-point line, I'm going to go with the L.A. Chargers at New England. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh at home against Arizona worth eight. And I, too, am going to go with the Bucks over Carolina worth seven. Your next three, Tom. Uh, let's see. Number nine, I got the Chargers on the road at New England. Okay. Number eight, Miami at Washington. Number seven, Philadelphia beating San Fran. All right, Philly over San Fran. What's Tony got, Dylan? At nine, he got the L.A. Rams over Cleveland. At eight, he's got Pittsburgh over Arizona. And at seven, he's got the L.A. Chargers over New England. Okay, Tony and I are very similar yeah. so far. All right, uh, next three, I'm taking Indianapolis on the road at Tennessee. I'm going to take the Jets. I don't trust Desmond Ritter. I don't trust Tim Boyle. I, somebody's going to win the game. I'm going to take the Jets at home. And I'm going to take San Fran to knock off Philadelphia for the right. Eagles' second loss of the year. What are your next three, Tommy? So, six is Atlanta okay. on the road. Five is Indy on the road. And four is Carolina with the new coaching change. All right. Beat Tampa. A little coaching change bump, they call it. You that. know, worked for uh, the Raiders for a couple weeks. Worked so for I'm the Steelers, had their best work, offensive outfit right, last week. That's right, Canada gone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, give us the next three for Tony there, Dylan. I got Detroit over New Orleans at six. At five, he's got Houston over Denver. And at four, he's got Atlanta over the New York Jets. All right, let's go Jets then for me. Uh, all right, our last three here. Screw the Texans, all right? Denver. Over Houston on the three-point line. For that matter, screw Kansas City. Green Bay over the Chiefs on the two-point line. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I so much wanted to pick New Orleans over Detroit, but I went out and I I went with Detroit, but I put them way down at the end, so I'll be rooting for the Saints to win because I think you guys will be more invested in them, although you haven't made your pick. I guess you did. Uh, No, you didn't. You haven't made your pick on that game. So let's see what you got. Final three. Uh, you're in a position to be uh, take a risk. Mike. I can take a Good little risk. You. I like it, and I'm risky, so I'll do it too. Not as to the extent. Three, I got Pitt at home. Okay. Two, Detroit on the road. Number one, Denver Broncos make it six in a row. Let's at go. Houston. Let's go Broncos. All right, and what does Tony wrap up with? San Fran over Philly at three. At number two, he's got Green Bay over Kansas City. Oh, just Whoa. like me. How about that? Yeah, and, and numero, I could like two there. And numero uno, he's got Indy over Tennessee. Okay, now this is where you make your move. Because if KC wins, you get 11 points. We get a big fat zero on that game. You know, and even if Green Bay wins, you get zero, but we only get two. Right? So it's. No, I kind of knew that going in. That's a good position to be in. All right, so uh, I went with Jacksonville, Miami, the LA Rams, LA Chargers, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, Indy, the Jets, San Fran, Denver, Green Bay, Detroit. Tommy's going with Jacksonville, Kansas City, the Rams, Chargers, Miami, Philly. Atlanta, Indy, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Detroit, and Denver in that order. And Tony goes Jacksonville, Miami, Tampa Bay, Rams, Pittsburgh, Chargers, Detroit, Houston, Atlanta, San Fran, Green Bay, and Indianapolis. Your Otterson Wealth Advisors risk reward picks of the week are locked in. Let's get back to the fun stuff here. Yeah, right. And uh, your favorite memories or encounters, Jaguar-related, over the last 30 years? 
as we embark on year 31 since the franchise was awarded. Paul in St. John's County up next. Hello, Paul. Hey, how you doing? Excellent. What's up, Paul? Hey, Tom, do you remember me from uh, the moon when you and Dave Wydell used to do the uh, 1010XL Real Deal show? Yes, yes. It was on uh, Beach, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Absolutely. The phone line. We always had the, it was when you had to plug into the phone line. I remember that very, very well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Good I just time. wanted to give a shout out to meeting you and Dave Wydell and just say hey. All right, man. Appreciate you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Hell uh, yeah. Appreciate that Paul <clears throat> thinks that show was on 10 Ted XL, too. We'll yeah, take credit. <laughs> we'll take credit for it. We'll absolutely take credit no for it. No doubt. Absolutely. Yeah? Why not? Way it started back in, something. It did. Yeah. Uh, Bobby and Middleburg up next. What's up, All Bobby? All right. The Berg. Hey, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. I want to say, first of all, I love this team, and I'm just thankful. You know, I have parents that were able to take me to the games when I was a kid and, you know, really helped me fall in love with this team. And I would love to see this, the team or the city do something to get kids on local schools to be able to go on field trips to go to these games maybe kids that can't afford it i know we got the honor roads but anyways my favorite memory um the ratty little bills mafia was in town urban meyer was our coach and uh we're in the bud zone getting rowdy talking smack to uh you know the rats known as the bills mafia i look up <laughs> and brad meester's right there in the thick of it yelling at the bills mafia <laughs> yelling nice. ball getting loud, and I just thought that was so cool. He played so many years in the trenches. Uh, he kind of, you know, maybe wanted to see what it felt like to be a fan in the buzz cool. zone. So. Yeah. Meester is yeah, full sir. Duval, man. Oh, Bobby, yeah. thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, he you is know? great player, man. I, and I love the uh, the uh, the putting down of the opposing fan base. Uh, all right. <laughs> the rats. Is that the what rats. they are? The rats. Uh, Chris in Arlington next on Jaguars today. What's up, Chris? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hit the button. Chris, try it again. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, there you go. Hey, yes, sir. How you guys doing today? Wonderful. Awesome. How are you? Fantastic. I got employed yesterday. was my last day at work, and I'm sitting at home and enjoying beautiful Duval County. All, All right. right. Congrats. So, hey, my, fa- my favorite memory is uh, I was at a golf tournament many, many years ago, and they paired me up with a Jaguars player. This guy ate like three sandwiches down several Cokes along the way, and we were somewhere on the back nine out in Ponte Vedra. And he hits a slice, and you hear off in the distance. And he's thinking, oh, crap. So we go to the other side of the fairway and start rolling, trying to get away from what we heard, a window break. And two guys come walking out of the house and said, hey, 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 you're a Jaguar player. Can you sign this golf ball? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> they were cool with the broken so window. They, did, did they get the autograph? Yep, they did. And I got also got one, Greg Huntington, the mangler. Yep. Uh, uh, so it's the Bangler who busted the, the window. I didn't know if you're going to out anybody. Well, there you go. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, yeah. He busted a window in Ponte Vedra, and the guys were doing some construction over there. I think it was a new house they were building or something. But anyway, he they came out and got the uh, got the signature, and so did I. I've still got the nice. golf ball. Very nice. Very on cool. It. Thank you, Chris. Yep. Appreciate it, man. Uh, next time we see the Mangler. Yeah, uh, that will come up. <laughs> uh, we'll see him Monday night. I'll there, see him Monday night. There you I'm go. Sure, yeah. Uh, let's let's burn through these. Joe and Mandarin up next. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah. Good morning, guys. Thanks morning. for having me on. Uh, I've got a couple of good ones, both of them involving uh, my kids. In uh, 2015, younger son was uh, in his last year at UNF, and he interned with the Jaguars athletic training staff. And I told him that I was going to tell everybody I knew that I had a kid in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's gone on to be a physician assistant with an orthopedics practice in Atlanta. Nice. And then our older son um, had a really nasty car accident several years ago and a traumatic brain injury. And his story of his recovery was selected to be one of the Duval fan story videos that was done in the 2019 season. And uh, we've also had the opportunity that some of my favorite memories have been uh, doing the um, flag presentation for the national anthem. We've had the opportunity to do that a few times, the older son and me. And uh, finally, Tommy, it was uh, pretty cool to run into you in the parking lot a couple of years ago and meet you. And then when you came through our section in the stadium, I think last year, uh, doing that selfie with you was kind of fun, too. So, it's, you know, many, <laughs> great. many great memories off and on the field. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Randy. Yeah, Appreciate thanks, that. Thanks, Randy. Awesome. Or was that, oh, it was Joe. I'm sorry. Or Joe. I, I, yeah, I'm, that's getting, right. I'm, I'm getting myself confused here. I All think right. we got uh, well, if Randy. If you get confused, it's just going to trickle down. It, it's all good, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> that's uh, right. I think we got Randy and Clay County up next, actually. What's all up, right. Randy? Hey, hey, guys. How's everybody? Doing good. well. What's up, bud? Good. Hey, one of my favorite memories was sitting in that stadium when the plane flew over mm, oh, yeah. after after beating Denver. But one of my coolest encounters was I used to work the ambulance crew back in the 90s that stood on the sidelines. So we weren't allowed in the locker room, but we could be in the hallway. Well, John Yurkovic invited me and my partner, and he's like, make y'all some hot dogs and eat them. So that was like <laughs> that was like one of the, one of my favorite memories, him inviting us in to eat a hot dog. And I guess – I guess they were in there for the players, but we weren't allowed in there. But he told us to come in, so we went in and had a hot dog. Hey, yeah. if Yurko said it, it's yeah. just fine, man. You know, yeah. well, I'm with Yurko. Yeah. I'm with Yurko. And I, Listen, and I had I had lots of encounters with Tom during the beginning of the Axe Man. I went to all the Axe. Oh games. yeah, oh, yeah. the rugby. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep, yep, Good times. Yep. Appreciate it, Randy. Thank yeah, you, buddy. Definitely. All right, let's get yeah. a couple more in here. And look, if you don't get it, we'll we'll try to just keep it going right to the top. Yeah. Uh, you know, just uh, but, we're on a hot roll. By right the now. way, yes, that, sir. That flyover. So I was on the plane, of course, coming back from Denver. I was against the window on the left, and we banked left. Did the tilt, yeah. And we, I don't, we were like maybe a thousand, two thousand. I mean, it was low. Like you could see people's faces in the stands. Like no rules oh in the '90s, Tom. I there know, were no rules. I know. Can you imagine? Yeah, you that could was like awesome. post 9/11, you might not imagine it. No, right? that would never. But never, uh, yeah, never I mean, many it. people, by the way, have. Talked about that, the Dave Wydell, Do You Believe in Miracles, yeah. uh, and, and all that. It's one yeah. of the great, I mean, yeah. seminal, it's probably a top 10 thing in Jaguar I tell history. You, not to get sentimental, but that was the year after my dad died, and, and I had a really good game that game. Walking through the tunnel, I could just, I was so just, man, just so caught up with emotion. You know, I was singing about him, and I look up, and there's my mother and oldest brother in 55 jerseys in the hallway, and I'm like, it's 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, how did you guys get in here? My mom's like, I told them I was your mother. I was like, all right. I'm like, you want to go out there? They're like, yeah. So I took them out there to the field, and the rest is history, awesome, man. Bro. I think we ended up at Lynch's until about 5.30, 6 in the morning that night. Not at all surprised. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get one more here before the break. Uh, Mike on the north side, uh, you're on Jaguars today. Go ahead, Mike. Hello there, gentlemen. How y'all doing? How was your holidays? You had a pretty good holiday? Yeah, man. Great same, holiday. Same to you. Hey, listen, uh, two memories. This is D-Man, by the way, Tom. Hey, hey D-Man, listen, what's uh, up, babe? You got it, my brother. Hey, listen, when we first got the team, I was an Amtrak and duck out in New York. And I remember looking, I was getting ready to try to take a nap. And all of a sudden, as I'm getting in, settled in to get the nap in, I hear, and the 30th team was awarded to Jacksonville. And they, up until then, I hadn't even heard anything about us getting a team because I'm in the New York area, and they're not reporting on anything outside of the New York area. 
So I called my dad. He confirmed it, blah, blah, blah. So 25 years later, we had season tickets that time. Well, when back to that flyover, you know, everybody went out to the airport. The fans was meeting people at the meeting the team at the airport. You remember back in those days, Tom? Oh, yeah. So at the airport, an elderly lady, she had to be about maybe 4'8". She tugged on my arm in the midst of the crowd. And she said, excuse me, sir, can I take a picture with you? Because you're the closest I'm going to get to a football player. So... <laughs> So now you fast forward to all the playoffs, like the 2017 and last year's playoffs. I'm wondering if her family, I don't know if she's still around, but I wonder if they're looking at that picture thinking I'm an actual Jaguar player. So that, <laughs> that's my memory, Rick. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you, Mike. That Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> at the risk of making it all about me, I used to get <laughs> – Right, I used to get uh, I used to get when we did the show down there, people would be like, uh, "Who's the Jags' uh, defense coordinator on Gus Bradley?" Just uh, escape me. Oh, Mike Smith. No, no. Oh, um, no, it was, who was Mike Smith? Oh, Del Rio. Yeah, Del Rio. Um, oh, come on. Uh, I was like his twin half the time, right? I always get, "Hey, coach," when I walk Wash? in there. Todd Wash. Todd Wash. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, and yes. I, I always get. Uh, Hey, coach, and right. I never corrected him. I just, right. hey, what's up? <laughs> the door opened a little quicker. I don't know. Yeah. That was it. So uh, yeah. Listen, I'll give you a quick one. When we came back from beating Buffalo, the first playoff game, we went through the terminal, and they had the fence down to keep the fans from coming, like, any further, and we had to walk through the fans. And after that, cough, we cough, we never walked through the terminal again. That was the end of that. Like, we, we're not doing that. We're going on the tarmac. Right. But it was awesome. I mean, the fans were going crazy. Because we'd beaten Buffalo. That was before Denver. And we're walking through the tournament. People are just going absolutely insane. I mean, I get it. You don't want to do it every week, in the, but in the playoffs, man? Come on. I know. I know. After that, we were tarmacking it. Tom, Tom, Tom. You're lucky it's J-Fund week, Tom. All right. Uh, just, uh, let's take our final time out here. Uh, we'll try to squeeze a few more of these in on the other side. I just love it, man. It just uh, it reminds you of the passion and what this franchise has meant. To the city oh, yeah. and why we don't want to lose it. That's right. right? I mean, just no to, let's keep it for decades and decades Forever. to come yep. rolling just like this. So your kids, their kids, your grandkids, whatever, are going to have those same opportunities to, the end of time. to make those memories as well. With Tom McManus, I'm Mike Dempsey, along with Dylan Denmark. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. And with Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, looking at uh, some of the reaction to the Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day, asking what's your favorite Jacksonville Jaguars related memory from the last 30 years. Doesn't have to be on the field, doesn't have to be, you know, from a game or anything like that. Uh, and uh, Charles, I believe it was, uh, texted us on the text line, Design My Lifetime and Coach said that was his sister who called in. Oh, really? With the story about yeah, uh, yeah. Zelenka, yeah. and uh, he would have called, but he was at work. So wow, couldn't do it himself. So, so appreciate cool. you listening. Yeah, uh, Charles, I, I cannot possibly begin to read all the texts. We got That's more awesome. texts today than probably any show that we've done. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, they're just dozens after dozens after dozens pouring in. That's cool. Uh, same on Twitter. So if you want to, you know, share some of that communal experience, you can go to my Twitter feed at MD underscore ten ten XL and look for that tweet and all the responses to it. There are just some phenomenal oh, stories yeah, and great. pictures and everything in there. So try to get through the rest of these phone calls here. Give us your favorite experience, but please, for the sake of time, one experience, right? Don't tell us about the, <laughs> your five favorite encounters. 
Okay, you got to keep it to one, or else uh, I'll be the bad guy again, and I'll, I got to move you along. Let's go to Sam on the south side next year on Jaguars today. What's up, Sam? Hey guys, how you doing today? Good yeah. afternoon or morning, still. Yes. Hey, I had a quick one about. Uh, I used to be the Jaguars liaison at a, at a Top Golf, and uh, I was taking care of Josh Allen and Marcel Darius as they were at separate spots. And Marcel Darius told me to go down and say what's up to to Josh Allen, and I went down and said, "Yo, Marcel says, uh, what's up?" And this was probably no more than four or five days after Josh Allen got drafted, and uh, Josh Allen looked at me, he's like, "Yo, Marcel knows who I am." I'm like, "Yeah, man, you're you're Josh Allen. You just got drafted." And he looked at me, he's like, "Wait." you know who I am? I'm like, bro, everybody here knows who you are. And then he was just a great guy after that. And, you know, some kids came up to him and asked to take pictures. And he was always hilarious. He'd say, hey, can I take a picture? And he'd say, sure. And he'd take the camera from them and take a picture of them. <laughs> and then, uh, or, or, or push them in the picture so they were kind of blurry. But he'd always take a good one with them. Genuine with everyone. So all around great guy and one of the best experiences of, of all the Jaguars I met up there. Very cool. cool. Thank awesome. you, Sam. Appreciate yeah. that. Yes, we do know who you are, top 10 pick. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get uh, Wes out at the World Golf Village next up. Thank you, Sam. What's up, Wes? Hey, first uh, game over in London. After the game, we wanted to watch the late game, but it's like 2.30 in the morning over there, so we asked our cab driver to drop us off somewhere. He dropped us off in this, like, seedy casino on the backside of uh, London named the Bombay Casino, or no, Palm Beach Casino. We walk in there with our Jaguar gear still on, and Carson Tinker walks over and just starts giving us a hug. I mean, he, he, he would thought we were his relatives or something. And he says, what are you guys doing here? And we're in this, like, crazy Middle Eastern casino. And he says, uh, here, let me introduce you to uh, Scobie. We walk over, and Scobie's holding court at a blackjack table. And I'll never forget, he had a stack of poker chips, two and a half foot tall on the table in a single stack, and he was holding court. And it was awesome. And then over to the side of him on the next table was Brian Anger. And this was right when we had drafted him in the third round. And, you know, everybody would roll their eyes at anger when they'd hear his name. And we saw him over there, and he was splitting tens in blackjack. And we just rolled our eyes and were like, yep, that's, that, that's about right. So That's great. Well, you know it what? It was a good experience to hang out with those guys. That's pretty cool, Wes. Thank you. Uh, you never yeah. know where you're going to see him, but it, it's proof that those special teamers hang together. Yeah. Right on the practice oh, yeah. field, off yeah. the practice They're field. always by each other. Kicker, punter, long snapper, yep. trio, uh, wherever you go. All right, we got uh, Chris and Arlington. Chris, got to go quick. What do you got for us? 1997 Jaguars Monday Night Football against the Steelers. Bill Cowher gets mad and steps yep. on the field. Almost looked like he wanted to punch the returner when we, we blocked the kick. It was awesome. We won that game Monday Night Football. Yeah, Chris Hudson uh, yep. was the return man. Yep. And uh, Cowher's career flashed before all our eyes yep. right there. I mean, that was it for Cowher if he yep. if he lets that blow go. Oh, for yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. he's done. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't, he was it's, just, an, it's a reaction. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I, I'm saying, but, you know. Not every coach is able to restrain himself. Woody uh, Hayes couldn't. It, exactly. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? So, uh, thank you, Chris. That's a, definitely one of the better moments. And uh, we'll end with Darren in St. John's County. Darren, got to go quick. What do you got, buddy? Hey, 2010, uh, David Garrard, my best friend's son, was dying with cancer. And David Garrard uh, was going to come over and sign autographs at the poker room and, and uh, hang out with us. And uh, player personnel from Jaguars called me. And told me I had to cease and desist all advertising to do anything with any Jack players or whatever. David called me and told me he couldn't come. I said, no. He told me that you could come, you just can't play poker. And so David said, let me get a shower and I'll be there in 30 minutes. And David showed up and made the night just fantastic. 
we raised over thirteen thousand dollars that night for my all buddy's right. son. Very cool. Yeah, Thank you, Darren. Uh, you great know what? It, it, DG doesn't surprise me at all. No, uh, awesome no, dude. Great guy. Awesome, awesome yep. dude, man. No doubt. Uh, all right, uh, let's put a, a pause here as we welcome in XL Primetime Live at the Players Grill in Mandarin. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, we're ready for the next three hours of XL Primetime with Mia O'Brien and the crew. What's up, Mia? You know we're getting it popping because this is where the neighborhood meets in the words of the one, the only, Graham Marsh. How you doing, boys? Uh, we are awesome. excellent because uh, it's Friday and we're done. And uh, we got Sunday off. So <laughs> we're doing real well right about now. I feel the now. same way. Yeah. I feel the same way. And uh, Big Sur's already got us popping. We got a bunch of the apps, the famous apps here at Players Grill. That includes the pretzel wheel. So uh, I'm very excited to dive into some of that before we come on the air in just a little bit. But, hey, great place if you're not going to Monday Night Football to stop by and watch the Jaguars and the Bengals because I'm not sure if you guys were aware of this. Players Grill Mandarin does a pour till they score. Free Miller Lite draft beer until the first team scores. You heard that right, folks. Uh, and while we certainly hope the Jags score early and often on Monday, that sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Yeah, uh, how about a nice long opening drive that ends there in a touchdown, right. something like that. In, All right. in the words of Brian Ferentz, the ideal drive takes 15 plays and six minutes off the clock and ends with a field goal. But in the Jags' case, it ends with a touchdown. Th- that might be an Iowa reference, but nobody cares. So I, I, don't, yeah, I, I really good. don't know. Uh, what are you guys getting into today, Mia? Oh, well, we got a, a full slate of guests, of course, joining us. Unfortunately, our, our good friend Rick Ballou couldn't join us yesterday. The good news is he will be with us at 1.15. We got Coach Campo in the house beginning at 1.30. We will make our picks. And then we, of course, are going to be doing a Friday edition of the I-9 High School Sports Half Hour with Jamie Rogers joining us. Big one down in Stark tonight. And, of course, five teams remaining in our area in the final four of the high school football playoffs. All right, a lot to sink your teeth into. Have a good show, Mia. We'll be listening. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mia O'Brien and the crew out at the Players Grill in Mandarin. Nice spot. Uh, Very fun. Uh, Thank you all, Jaguar fans, for, you know, just uh, making it a fun show. It's great. I I love Love the fact that there, in all the replies, there are so many of them. Hey, when we beat Denver in the playoffs, or hey, when Morton Anderson missed that kick. But a lot of it is like, hey, I was at that game with my dad. Or hey, that was my first Jaguar game, or my son's first Jaguar game, my daughter's first Jaguar game. And a lot of it's just like, Hey man, I saw Paul Spicer at the Walgreens. Right, no, <laughs> right, mean? and that's fun right. too. Yeah, you and know? he shook my hand, and and, yeah. and he asked my name, and it was Larry. Beautiful. As it turned out. <laughs> Good job, Larry. Hey, we appreciate Larry all of you out there. It off, he man. did, and we, we look. Uh, Larry's a longtime listener of Ten Ten XL. We appreciate him and all of you out there. Honestly, it's yep. just, it's a privilege for me, man, to be able to do this job. It's it's fun. Oh. What the Jags mean to this community, and uh, yep. I just like to hang around on the periphery of it, and uh, you know. You know what's yeah. nice too that, that? Uh, it's the 30th anniversary and our team's eight and three and not three oh, and eight. Amen to that, brother. Right, <laughs> eight and three, and you we think we're going to whip some Monday night football yes. tail. Yes. Eight and three, and we're on Monday night football, baby. I mean, and and don't get better. Than this. I mean, it's and it's get used to it yeah. because this is what's life is like in yeah. the Trevor Lawrence Doug Peterson era. Yeah, right. I, I truly winning. believe that. Right. Keep winning. Ultimately, you got to get the ultimate prize and win that Super Bowl. That's but right, uh, it's still possible this yeah. year. Yeah. So yep. let's enjoy the heck out of it. Tommy, Dad Bods tonight. Have tonight, a good gig. I will. 8 p.m. at Cole Haynes right there in Atlantic Beach on Atlantic Boulevard. It'll be fun time. Enjoy your Sunday off. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll be a little chilling. rainy on Sunday. Right? Yeah. That's fine. You know, that's a <laughs> that's good. That's all right. Let it rain. Put the feet up. Watch football day. That's right. Uh, pockets. Food. Uh, have a good weekend yourself. Appreciate it. You as well. Whatever youngsters get up to these days. I, I don't watch ball, man. That's all I do. Yeah, sure. I don't even want to know. You, you don't go out till midnight. <laughs> you don't begin. Usually, right. That's what I'm right, saying. Right, you don't yeah. leave the house till like midnight and then go hit the bar and then you come home. That's what you do. And then you, you come rolling in at 5 a.m. <laughs> And they, they keep them I'm open in, for you. I'm in full REM way before midnight. I'll tell you that much. All right. For Tony Smith, who will be back with us on Monday. Tom McManus and Dylan Denmark. I'm Mike Dempsey. Thank you for listening to Jaguars today. And thanks for all you do uh, for this program and to support it. And uh, we'll be here Monday on Keys to Victory Monday. The rarest of the rare. Keys to Victory Monday, Monday with DG in the house. Tommy Mack just made it off the wall right Ooh. there with the empty water bottle. Pretty good. That's a good way to end it right I, there. I, too bad it wasn't a swish. Nah, that, better. Was, that was all right. You called glass, right? I think so. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. All right. Off uh, the glass. <laughs> that looks for us. XL Primetime coming up next. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I can't wait to see all of you at Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk to you early next week before that game right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.